Hello everyone and welcome to Video Gamer Podcast, uh, episode number 483. Uh, I'm your host Josh Wise, joined uh, by Rich Walker, Richmond. Uh, hello. hello. Hello, 483. Now, yeah, 483. Now what the, what the people don't know is, yeah. uh, recording slightly later than usual because you've had Builders Round, an architect. Yes. Was it an architect or... An architect and a builder. <coughs> this is going to make me sound a, a, a lot more moneyed than I am. I'm really not. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know. say that, but uh. yeah. And uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, listeners of this podcast will be aware of the ongoing uh, mm. con- conspiracy of Rich um, actually rebooking things to make sure that they land on Tuesday. No, um, Elise books the things. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. I'm too lazy. <laughs> you give, you give me so much credit. And uh, but the bit, the bit. This one's a bit nutty <laughs> because you have bloody architect round and they're admiring your grotto. This is the builder, um, as, the builder. as they're right, the builder, as mm. they want to do. Admiring grottos is very much part of their job description. Yeah. Um, and he spot your um, your toy. Ca- well, you saw Initially, various. He spotted. You know, toys. Um, <laughs> he spotted in the kitchen. There's a, a model Spitfire and Hurricane on the shelf, <laughs> admiring them. Right, yeah. And he said, if you got any, like, um, <laughs> models and toys like that that you want to sell, he's like, yeah. I'm a collector, so I'll, I'll take them off your hands. I was like, actually... Good I've nick got for that, co- or...? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh. I sold a sort of large die-cast Porsche that I've had knocking about and wanted to get rid of for a while. <laughs> right. Uh, I sold a, an Aston Martin DB5 model, a little Ooh. one, and right. a couple of, I think they were little open-top Jaguar things, Corgi models. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made myself a little yeah. 70 quid. So that's Tasty. 70 quid off the price of the extension. Tasty. Done. Done. Yeah. Money saved. <laughs> yeah. That's in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, I didn't, I mean, obviously, you know, we talk a lot and uh, talk a lot yeah. on the pod, talk a lot yeah. off the pod. I didn't know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for all your, uh, let's call them passions, you know, yeah. I knew they extended uh, to, well, to, well, to all sorts of things, really, you know, you your uh, your Optimus Primes and your um, uh, Le- Lego, of course, is a big one for you. Uh, and yeah. obviously, video game. I mean, we talk about video games. More I, I like video you know, games, Josh. More than anything else. I'm put that uh, out well, there. I should bloody well hope so. Yeah, yeah. make that abundantly clear. But um, I didn't know that you that your sort of uh, passion, sort of collecting habits and such. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, stem extended... from a traumatic childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> should we get into that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going, right? <laughs> That's where I was going with it. Sort of on-air, sort of therapy, therapeutic yeah. style. We'd have to come up with a snappy name. Email mm. in if you could think of a snappy name for the new <laughs> Video Gamer podcast uh, yeah. uh, therapy sessions. But I didn't know it extended to the sort of model, uh, you know, vehicle uh, arena. So well, little, did you say a little Spitfire, you said? Uh, yeah, Spitfire and Hurricane. I got a load of things. I had to pack away a load to put up in the loft mm. to get them out of the way. Um but yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. a lot of them are things I inherited from my granddad. Right. Um, oh, wow. So they're proper, like... Yeah, properly okay. old. And uh. some of the things I um, just sort of accumulated during childhood, just old, they're old toys that I've just had knocking about. Huh. So... Um, huh. And in quite good nick as well for this fella to drop yeah. 70 quid on well, him. I, mean, that's, I, was a, you know. I was a good little boy and I used to look after yeah. my toys. You know? A good little lad. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I quite like the idea of these little Porsches, these little open-top Jags, you know. Mm. Just, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I need to get into that grotto and have a look around for my In own. their boxes, mind you. 
That's weird. Really? Yeah. Were you yeah, that they were sort boxed. of... Oh, oh, I'm a box, wow. box person. What, even yeah. when you were a kid, though? <clears throat> yeah. I was a weird kid, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You must yeah. have been a little oddball, mustn't you? I wasn't an oddball. I was normal. I'd I like just, to I meet had, little Rich Walker. Little, that... I just had a few little obsessive tendencies. That was all. That is, that is the, the behaviour of an oddball. I think I had, keeping um, it in a box is fair enough when you're an adult. But when I you're a, a kid, Crayola, I'd love to go around um, when you're a kid. I had a Crayola desk thing. And it had little slots for all the crayons. <laughs> and everything. And everything had to be at a right angle. The pe- oh a pencil had God. to be in the designated little kind of groove for a pencil. Oh, brilliant. <clears throat> but then my sister came along. And then I had a little brother later, and they just trashed all my stuff. So it all went out the window. <laughs> and so you've been harbouring a grudge for about 10, 15, 20 years, really? Oh, it's still going. It's still going. Yeah, it's still, yeah, still going. Ongoing, still ongoing going grudge. Yeah. yeah, I'm still angry about that Crowler desk. Excellent. Yeah, well, vandalised. Yeah. Vandalised, it was. Vand- vandalised, yeah. Your property yeah. was assaulted, stolen, yeah. possibly. That Crayola desk was brilliant. If Crayola want to send me a new one, you know. It does sound good. We'll see if yeah. we can get big Crayola on the uh, <laughs> on the sponsor. Yeah. I was going to ask you, we we mentioned last week, um, didn't get around to it in the end. Shamefully didn't get around to it. But you've got the, well, it's something of an anniversary occasion for this podcast. You've got yourself a new oh. vacuum cleaner. Yeah, we, we ran out of time last week, didn't we? We did, we I, did. I know people would have been dying to hear. Oh, they would have been Dyson-ing update. to hear. No, um, no, it's not a Dyson. Well, We it's tried just to have a, a Dyson pushed on us by the, the rep at the store. Well, there was we a, va- like, no, a vacuum-related pun, Dyson. you know. But, 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 no, I like I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'll not, hoover not those that up you've actually... all day, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, oh, and you that's, know... That's just the vax. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very good, very good. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, because obviously, if there's new listeners, and mm-hmm. then they might not be aware, but and um, they're tuning into the video game and podcast expecting video games. Oh, you're sh- not going to get well, it for sure. the first ten minutes or so. <laughs> no, no, you should be lucky if you get any at all. So <laughs> shut up, and, but yeah. you know, li- just, just enjoy got- it. You know, yeah, we, there's important stuff going on here. Mm. Now, a long time ago, I think when uh, Colin Mahern was uh, on yeah. hosting duties of this podcast, yeah, you of course got the uh, Shark vacuum cleaner. We're probably yes. going back to about 2019 at least, possibly even 2018. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that really obsessed me at the time, I was unaware of this at the time, and I, th- and I think I made a big deal about it on the pod. In fact, I think I erupted on the pod um, because <laughs> the slogan that the company Shark go for, yeah. which is the, the yeah. brand of vacuum cleaner that you've It's got. okay just to come up with. Yeah. It's, they just say the name of their own brand again mm-hmm. and just add the word brilliant to it. So yeah. it's Shark, and then the tagline is Shark Brilliant. Yeah, which isn't which, a thing, is it? No. It's nothing. <clears throat> no. No, if Nike just said, no, forget about just do it, we'll go Nike... Nike brilliant. That'll really get Nike fantastic. Trip the Nike, Nike fantastic. <laughs> Trip the Nike, yeah. Now, to be fair to them, whenever I think of the vacuum cleaner brand Shark, and I've thought of it, you know, many times mm. over the years now, um, I do immediately think brilliant. You know, yeah, brilliant. there you go. So, so it's, look, it's, it's working. Yeah. yeah. Seems yeah. lazy. Well, it's actually well, a stroke of genius. <laughs> it's a stroke of genius, yeah. So, what's, so question number one. Mm-hmm. Um, why the chain? I mean, had the old one just had it? I mean, it's only been so, three years. Yeah, the old one, it was before this anti-hair wrap technology was uh, introduced Ooh. to the shark vacuum cleaner. So Elise has a lot of long hair 
and it right. gets hoovered up and it gets wrapped around the roller. Oh, yes. And I think we kind of got a bit lax with the uh, maintenance routine of cutting the hair off the roller. <laughs> so it kind of got wrapped up to a point where it shorted the motor, I think. Oh, and Jesus, so right. The main bit of the vacuum's dead. You mm. can still use the handheld bit, but we were like, well, that's not good enough because you can't <laughs> do the lounge with just the little handheld. No. So um, we bought a brand new one with the anti-hair wrap tech, you see. Oh, mate. That's, and it's hang wonderful. on a minute. It's, well, it's got a little sort of like detachable little mini vacuum, by the way. Is that what you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So the, the oh, beauty of it is it's cordless, in it? And you can just snap off the little handheld <laughs> bit, whack a nozzle on, and you, you know, you're doing the That's unbelievable. That's quite sexy. That what, But it's yeah. just a normal vacuum cleaner otherwise that you plug mm-hmm. in. And no, it's no, just no, got it's a little... Cordless, cordless, mate. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. chargeable battery, right. big lithium ion thing that oh fucking that hell. slides into it. Oh, well, yeah, then I this am is, interested. This is serious shit, mate. This yeah, is, well, you know, it's brilliant, is what it is. It's, it's shark it's brilliant. brilliant, mate. Yeah, we should be sponsored and by Shark. Really, they, we? how they many times have we mentioned them on the show already? They're missing and their a slogan. trick. <laughs> they are missing a <laughs> trick. Time. We've done we've done more ad spend, I imagine, than yeah. their than their co- for them than their. Do you know companies. what the um? Do you know what the full company name is, by the way? Oh yeah, go on. I think it was named by a teenage boy because the full company <laughs> name is Shark Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> so they make yeah. those ninja um, bullet blenders, whatever they're called, neutral oh, blenders. Oh yes. Oh, they do the mm. neutral. Oh right, yeah. Shark well, Ninja. Well, I didn't. I was unaware that mm. it's got this little. Well, first of all, I was unaware that they're cordless. That's brilliant anyway, because cords yep. suck. Yeah. Um, I was unaware of this little detachable mini vac, which is yeah, brilliant as well. Man. Yeah, yeah. It um, slides off the top, and you. Uh, fair enough. And, yeah. Now you've got the anti-hair wrap tech yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. I went over the lounge with it, mm. and it immediately filled the waste thing. I was like, oh, what the hell? Wow. So the suction yeah. on it must be way better. This is ridiculous. What are we doing, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I just caught myself. We're talking about a vacuum cleaner in, in great detail. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> well, I think... We're giving you know, the people what they want. I like little life updates, you know. Yeah. I think yes, it's the video gamer podcast. You know, yes, we get round to we we get round to video game. But they know that we're that they know that there are lots of podcasts that do video games. Yeah, you know, and our one does that. And but our what we give the people what they need, <laughs> our which USP. is it's as our USP. It's domestic yeah. updates. It's snack. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snackwatch obviously is proven huge. We had yep. that fella from Warburton's get in contact when we had Crumpet Corner going on. You know, mm-hmm. I think people crave this stuff. They need the uh, the well, and who knows? Many of our listeners, you know, may have dusty uh, living rooms. Their old uh, old vacuum cleaners have had it. They're on the lookout. They're you know they're they're on the prowl for a shark. Possibly, who knows? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, well there yeah. you go. So well, anyway, I'd, I'd it, highly recommend it. It's very good. Um, um, yeah, pleased with my purchase. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So that's that's um, the update that you were craving, everybody. I want. I wanted to know. I when well, I was intrigued because I thought because I did think to myself, <clears throat> as much as all you know, we all know that sharks brilliant. Yeah, I did sort of think, uh, you know, three years isn't great. But now you've explained about the anti because yeah. I've had because my vacuum cleaner is still going after about six. Uh, well, well, we must have had it about well, five. Possibly this is the thing: years. like the main bit of it is mm. still perfectly fine. It's the okay. the you know the little the um, thing. the bit that you stick the bit to to hoover the you know large spaces. It, yeah. it got wrapped up with too much hair. Basically, Fair it's enough. a warning to everyone who has a hoover like this: cut the hair off the roller more regularly than we did because it, it'll yeah. ruin it you know? so we're not we're it's not just updating really. 
Yeah, it's the second thing um, in this podcast so far that's been Elise's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got an update on... Uh, there's a new flavour of Doritos that's just hit the street. Um, Ooh, go yeah. on. Yeah. Now... Just hit the street. <laughs> and did you like that? Sort of like drug yeah. talk. Like, like Miami so Vice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's... I don't know if it's new. And sometimes they bring these flavours back from the 1990s and people are like, oh, that's not new. I, it's new to me anyway. But they've got the... It's a green Doritos bag for a start. Oh, okay. caught, caught my eye. Well, yeah, you'd yeah, think, yeah, You'd think salt and vinegar, wouldn't you? Straight away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, immediately. You'd go... Yeah, that's where... Yeah. Which is no, weird. No, no, Yeah. Loaded pepperoni pizza flavour. Oh, it's no. absolutely delicious. No, it's great. Really? It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Really, really good stuff. I mean, Doritos generally, um, they just haven't really failed at anything. I mean, I guess like 3D Doritos never truly caught on. Although I think they are still knocking what about, about those, in like America. Um, stupid stacked ones where you get fewer Doritos for a lot more money. The, the thing about those is um, I won't be getting them for the most part. I'll just stick to the bags. But I yeah. have Adam and the, flav- the benefits that they uh, tout are... Right good they are good well because especially if you've got a dip because the thing about the stacks is it preserves the integrity of the crisp yeah so if you get the salsa it's like the very last dorito in the tube is just going to be pristine and that Mm -hmm. that is big time that really is big time yeah but you know it's also it's got that whiff of the fad about it you know oh we put it in the package please buy it you know it's like well it's a similar sort of thing um (laughs) but no loaded pepperoni pizza flavored doritos get on it you know because I sort of remember Chili Heatwave being new, you know, mm. or at least feeling new. I sort of see, you know, I'm, I'm, but like Tangy Cheese, brilliant. Cool Original, brilliant. Chili Heatwave, brilliant. Um, Shark, brilliant, obviously, famously. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I would say loaded pepperoni pizza flavour. I don't know where you can get them because I can't just recommend my well, man off licence to people. But Here's the question that I imagine will be, you know, on everyone's lips. How yeah. do they compare to the Pizza Pringle? <laughs> well, I've not had the pizza Pringle. East, what? Yeah, I lived, know. Mate. I you know. haven't lived. Yeah, I, I have heard of, I have heard tell of this uh, mythical, mm. uh, mythical creature. In a white Are they tube. good then? Ooh. They're all right. Yeah, I've bigged them up. They're not that great. They're, they're fine. Oh, okay. They're all right. <laughs> they're a sort of margarita pizza flavour. Oh, no loaded pizza. pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, you know, if you're doing pizza, get get the pepperoni on it, you know? Sure. Yeah, bloody yeah. Mar- you're the, the first time you're doing a pizza flavour, you're just going to go with a margarita. Well, come on. I'm expecting to find these Doritos at some point, look at the ingredients, and find a sneaky bit of milk powder in there again. Strikes oh, me as that- a sort of flavour where they, they do that, yeah. It's a What's minefield, the- mate. Minefield. Got to be careful. Oh, that's, that's, that is unfortunate. Can you mm. have any Doritos at the minute? Oh, yeah, the um, <laughs> hint of salt. And the chili heat wave. <laughs> chili heat wave are good. Oh, thank God, chili heat wave are safe. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if you couldn't have chili heat wave? Oh, gutted. I'd be gutted. Unreal. But no, those, um, I don't understand why those ones are all right and then the others aren't. Like cheese, I guess. Yeah. The cool original. What are you doing sticking milk powder in those? That's a bit weird, that. Yeah, isn't it? right? Yeah. yeah. I can sort of see tangy cheese, but well. There yeah, because it's cheese. Because <laughs> it's cool. Because it's cheese, yeah. yeah. Um, Right, we've got to talk games. Oh, <coughs> do they'll, we? They'll, they'll, no, be, they'll be upset because... I know, I know. Well, look, you've had your vacuum stuff. cleaner update. You've had your snack watch. Yeah. Have some video yeah. games. What more could you want? I'll queue up a jingle uh, and we'll get chatty. There was a horse magazine and the song was... I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. 
What does that mean? Video games have happened. I've been going a little bit nutty on stuff. Um, oh, do tell. Because I, well, I don't know any about, about this. About <laughs> what you've been going nutty well, on. There's a couple of stuff. There's, there's a big Fallout sale on at the minute. Uh, I'm oh. not going to talk about I'm not going to... Yeah, I know. I'm not going to put these... <laughs> I'm not going to put these in the in the in the thing, but Why? there's uh, well because I don't well because we've got other stuff to talk about. Oh, but right. I'll, ju- I'll just mention that I I may have purchased um, the game of the year edition to uh, Fallout Three, which yeah. is a game that <clears throat> I haven't played in in years and years and years. Obviously played it on the 360, loving it. Yeah. Um, probably still my favourite Fallout. I mean, I, I asked it's you brilliant. about this ages ago. Uh, yeah. You know, what's better? <clears throat> Fallout 3 or 4? And of course you pointed out that you know, Fallout 4 has an awful lot of stuff that just is better because it was made later mm. on and it just, you know, just quality of life. And they made the shooting a lot better and all that stuff. And fair enough. But but the, it can't quite just have the impact and the exactly. nostalgia. Precisely. You know, and New Vegas, so. lest we forget, is also brilliant. Oh, yeah. Well, I also mm. got that. So I got two. I got three and I got New Vegas. Um, Good shout. Nice. Yeah. A Fallout 3, it was like £1.75 for that in this wow. uh, ridiculous... Blimey. Yeah. It's just well, like I a bought, nutty um, sale. I bought the Game of the Year edition for 360 a long time ago, and that comes oh, yeah. with all the DLCs on a disc. Yeah. And there's something naughty you can do with that, is you can lend the disc to a friend, <laughs> and they can just play all the DLCs off that disc. Really? Yeah. So once I played all the DLC, DLCs, I was able to just pass them on to my friends who then played them. I was like, "This is brilliant." Wait, is what that nice naughty little... or is is that not like permitted within? I the... think it feels naughty. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah feels, no, I suppose, it I suppose illicit. so. It does a little bit because mm. usually with that sort of thing, it's like where well, you get the thing and you've got the thing that then makes you download the DLCs. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I've not heard much of putting them on the put them on the disc but yeah so I got that and I got a New Vegas was like I paid a slightly more for New Vegas I don't know why it was like £1.70 pa- well it was yeah. like <laughs> it was like basically £3 but it was oh, like you the- were done mate <laughs> it was like the super duper whatever definitive it, did New Vegas get some DLC or, or something yeah yeah god it got loads it got like um, what was it I mean something hearts and old blues and oh that's right dead yeah. money and yeah, well, a I got a bunch well, of them. Yeah. I got all of them, so I'm looking forward to really looking God. forward to playing playing three again. I haven't played three in so long. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a treat. It's gonna be a treat. Oh, anyway, you, you lucky anyway, little boy. That's just my silly purchases. But 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 what I'm we've been playing? <laughs> well, yeah. But what I mean is, you know, in 2022, I'm not gonna you know put Fallout Three back on the what we've been playing unless you know right. if if I play it in the in the in the coming weeks. And might be too. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but the stuff, the new stuff, anyway. First of all, I want to know about Lego Brick Tales, which is. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I actually know nothing about this thing. Right. Um, I have a strange relationship with the Lego games. I sort of love them, yeah. uh, and I love them for like ten minutes, and then I'm like, "That's enough of that. I'll see you later." And well, then this I, one, yeah, I think you'd like for at least twenty. <laughs> at least. <laughs> okay. It's, well, first well, what's of all, going on? First of all, it's not a TT Games Lego game. So don't make ah, that mistake. This is by okay. Clocktail. Uh, sorry, no, Clockstone. Yeah, <laughs> Clockstone, <laughs> who made uh, the bridge um, simulator, bridge constructor. Oh yes, Fucking yes, bridge hell. constructor. I'll get yeah. something right in a minute. Bridge constructor <laughs> games. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. a little Lego puzzler. Uh, you play as a little 
minifigure oh, and you're fixing your um, grandpa's theme park. Mm. And doing so requires visiting five different Lego biomes, ranging from jungle to desert to medieval. Then you got your little Caribbean pirates and your Lego city. And you go around helping the locals solve little problems to earn a happiness crystal, which you take back to the little theme park <laughs> to build a ride, and you get to build the ride for your grandpa. Uh, you know it's what? Awesome. That, it's awesome. That really actually good. sounds pretty sweet, because it I've is. always thought the sort of sad thing about the Lego games is that mm-hmm. as cu- sort of cute and cool as they are, they, they don't really um, tap into the fundamental joy of just putting Lego together in a well, fun- exactly. I know you, you, you just hold a button does. and this thing actually sounds like it does yeah. you, um, that's great you assemble things brick by brick so basically you interact with the little person who needs help or a, a, you know you might have to build a fire escape or something yeah. and so it'll zoom in give you a little blank canvas it'll lay out the bricks for you and it's like right build this fire escape and it's got to be structurally sound to get these little robots down from a roof or whatever <laughs> and um yeah because it's brick by brick you know you've really got to like you know every brick Pretty matters where it goes yeah yeah what what, what determines have you just got like unlimited bricks or? well you have if you activate the sandbox mode i mean the okay. challenge is building with the bricks given to you but then if you activate sandbox you have an extra bunch of bricks but they're usually like little smaller ones to sort of add little details and flourishes ah um but you can sort of use them to sort of shore up little missing bits and stuff huh. But yeah, I mean, the, the problem I have with it is on console, which is what I played it on. I played it on an Xbox. The, okay. It's a little bit fiddly because it uses a cursor and you click on a piece and oh, you it always lift is it a shame with stuff it. like that, isn't it? It was well, the same with um, unpacking. It's like <clears throat> it works, it was good, yeah. but it's just <clears throat> never quite going to be like, I want yeah, the, either the touch screen or I want the mouse, you know? Exactly, exactly. It's not quite as immediate as it could be. And because you're sort of working in this 3D space as well, it can sometimes be difficult to judge the perspective of where a brick is. So you'll place a brick and then you'll be like, no, it's like in front or behind where I wanted it. So you have to pick it up again. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reconfigure yeah. and it, it gets a little bit fiddly. That's my only criticism, really. Otherwise, I really, really liked it. There's one other thing I had as well, where I was making a medieval banquet table. And <laughs> of it, had to, it had to support the weight of a giant turkey that drops onto it in the simulation. <laughs> right, right. And... You'd hear a brick drop off, but you couldn't see where it was coming off. So Ooh. I was like, so there's little problems like that. So I had to sort of create little struts and things and simulate huh. and test. And in the end, I ended up using one of the other save slots. You get three slots so you can try out different sort of builds. Oh, I ended up nice, building nice. a new table from scratch in another slot. And then, you know, trial and error. It's it's tricky. It's quite challenging. Um, yeah. But, but in, a good, of, in a good way, though. In a good way. In a good, satisfying way. And also the overworld has a bit of Metroidvania going on, which I also like. Oh, hello. So, yeah, it's pretty tasty. I think you'd dig it, Josh. I, I'm going to... I, I am intrigued. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, what's the sort of like... Is, is, does it bother with like a sort of story, like a central... You mentioned well, his granddad's theme something or other. Yeah, so you're rebuilding your, uh, your grandpa's dilapidated theme park. That's the core <laughs> right, of it. Right. You've got to find these happiness crystals by uh, solving problems for the for the okay. locals in each biome. That's about the long and short of it, really. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And you take the enough. happiness crystals back, you stick them in this device and it rebuilds a, a ride. So you start with like a little sort of spinner thing and then a roller coaster and 
than some, uh, you know, yes. but different rides, and you get to design them yourself, which I like. So, like the oh, roller coaster cool. carriages, you get to build them. So, <laughs> it's, and it's does cool. it sort of capture that fundamental like joy of like you know? Oh well, I suppose yeah, just just building. How yeah, funny just is it? That, a Lego. Isn't it funny that the on the one hand, the, the, like the, the sort of advantage of the Lego video game is that it, it sort of gives Lego mm. kind of uh, well. A shelf life, pun intended. You know, it, it's sort of like, well, here, you know, because the whole thing with Lego is you build it and then it goes on the shelf. But in the games, mm-hmm. at least, it's like, well, you're running around as these little Lego dudes, there's stuff to do, there's kind of adventures to go on. But it's so funny, there's like this sort of kind of irony beneath all the Lego games where it's just like, yeah, unfortunately, though, the one thing that I, I, I don't think anyway, if, if anyone disagrees, I don't know, message us in, let, let us know. I don't yeah. think any of them have, have really actually captured the fundamental joy of lego which is actually clicking things together trying to yeah. build stuff trying to do st- you just hold a button and the people whip it up in the, on all the tt I would games say, right? well apart from lego worlds um which was ah, tt lego yeah. worlds was closer to this sort of thing okay um but this feels a little more um focused quite, i suppose in lego yeah. worlds it's less sandboxy you, you're actually mm. given proper little puzzles Whereas Lego Worlds was more sort of, you know, big and it was exclusively a sandbox almost. Huh. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do think you'd like it. I think you should I, give it I, a go. I like the sound of it. And I do think that um, that, that studio has done... Did, did you play um, Portal Bridge Constructor? I did. I did. I thought it was a cracking little game. It was crack. Yeah, really yeah. fun, right? That's mm-hmm. di- like uh, that's one of those things. Those that studio where it's just like you can sort of plug them into a number of things and they'll do bloody good work. I think exactly. It yeah, sounds yeah. like this is a, a sort of a, a good marriage of yeah what they do well and actually the perfect kind of product to kind of click into that. I think you know. Yeah, pun also uh, intended. Yeah. Pun also intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, yeah. Yeah, no, good. Uh, highly recommended. You know, it's a nice little digital game. I think it's like twenty quid or something, fifteen Sweet. quid. Sweet. So, um, yeah, no, uh, cracking stuff. I actually yeah. might get on it. I've sort of always wanted to like the Lego games. Weirdly, like, and I, and I like I do. For, you know, I played that, mm. that Star Wars, that recent <clears throat> Star Wars one. Good, good half an yeah. hour on it. I was sort of exaggerating with the ten minutes, but you know, good half an hour to an hour. On I it, think and I was like, yeah. If ever there was a Lego game for Josh Wise, this is it. Mm. Okay, so right, fair enough. That's my review. <coughs> Excellent. All right, All right, well, I'll be on the lookout for uh, for Lego Brick Tales. I have been playing a game that you're going to lose your shit over, mate. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Go on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's big time. It was revealed at that uh, Indie World showcase. Do you remember back in May yeah. when it was like <coughs> naughty 3 And like... It was like through May, through June, and kind of even like into July. Mm-hmm. There's just like sporadic press conferences, you know, yeah, showcases I remember it well. and stuff. So I well, think this... I was going slowly mad, yeah. Go on. Yeah, you were going a bit nutty. And yeah. You... <laughs> yeah, it was. And to be fair to you, it was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does let you digest things. Anyway, this thing stuck in my head ever since the Indie World Showcase. One sec. Um, Has it got frogs in it? No, uh, no, no hold on, hang on, sorry, yes it does, but they're not really the, fo- there is actually an enemy <laughs> in it that is a frog, I say no, Okay. It, it does have a frog in it, yeah. Oh, brilliant. And you can shoot that frog with a shotgun if you want. Oh my god. <laughs> right. What is it? So, it's called Gunbrella. 
Isn't oh, that the best title you've ever... I've heard of this. And the premise is, yeah. fellow with a gun, also an umbrella. an umbrella. Yeah. Also an umbrella. And now, Taking a leaf out the Penguin's book. Yeah. Exactly, yes. That's what I thought of. Danny DeVito's, especially, with the thing where it turns into a helicopter and he goes yeah. up into the... Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, Why wasn't so the, that in any of the Arkham games? I don't know. I, yeah, they kind of... Yeah, the Penguin was decent in the Arkham games, but mm. they kind of, they went for, I like the whole idea of like the glass bottle to kind of be like the monocle. Yeah. They, they they did an interesting, but I do, I've got a soft spot for that Tim Burton. Like, it was also go. a geyser. Yeah, the, they did the, the, the city. The why, was he, why is he sometimes a cockney and sometimes he's not? What is that? It's weird, isn't it? I don't mm. know. Uh, anyway, right. Uh, so you, yeah. Let us know if you got any got any penguin takes. <laughs> um, so Gunbrella, right? So you're mm. it's so it's billed as a noir punk, which yeah. is really weird. Um, well, I love that of, already. Yeah, yeah. Sort of bit of film noir. You're a woodsman, from what I can work out. Yeah. Um, however, you've got the classic film noir thing. Best man in the woods. Best man in the woods. <laughs> you. <got laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you got a little hat on yeah. and a little trench coat. So it's yeah. classic sort of film noir stuff, you know. Sure. And yeah. he he rolls into this noir town. Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah noir punk. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and can actually starts on a kind of steamboat. So it's got that steamy punky thing going on. Steamy he rolls punky. into this. Yeah, yeah. Noir. It rolls noir. into this town. I think it's called Orwell. Um, and the, the nose, whole. Isn't it? Yeah, I know, but it's not really like that. That's the thing. It's tough to oh. tell with this. So I only, so I've only been playing the, the demo. The actual game is like out next year. So right, the, the, okay. But right now they have this uh, things going on Steam Next Fest, which is basically yes. like Steam goes ruddy mental and <laughs> just gives you a load of demos for stuff. <laughs> is that the slogan? That's like what they that. say. Yeah, when you click it on it on the Steam shop, it's just like <laughs> we've gone ruddy mental. We've gone ruddy mental. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, it's brilliant. It's really, really cool. It's Mm -hmm. uh, funny and violent and the soundtrack kicks ass. It's like, okay, so you've got, so it's a shotgun, right? You've got a shotgun and that's Mm -hmm. great. And you're shooting and it's side scroller, sort of pixel art 2D thing. Yeah. You're shotgunning these bastards that come at you and there's blood going everywhere. It's outrageously violent. Um, <laughs> and it's sort of got this like worms thing going on where you've also got little grenades and you can sort of like arc the trajectory on them. And, and if you shoot mm. like lanterns, they sort of scatter and it's like an incendiary bomb and then the flames fly out and burn people. A lot, it reminds me a lot of worms in its kind of mechanics. Okay, yeah. um, But it is, it is, it is a platformer. If you press a button, the shotgun flips open into an umbrella, and that mm. is brilliant because you use the umbrella as a shield. Yeah. If you open the up, you know those umbrellas where you push the button and it springs open. Of course, yeah. yeah He's yeah. got it's one of them. It's only bloody one of them. So <laughs> when when people shoot you, you can do a parry where if you open the umbrella at the exact oh. right moment, it deflects their stuff back at them. Nice, unbelievable. Yeah. Right? You could do an umbrella dash. I don't know how quite how that works, but he just dashes right or left or. Well, whatever. any Englishman running for the bus knows what an umbrella <laughs> dash is like. Knows what an umbrella dash is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> now, here's where it gets brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more brilliant, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Zip lines and stuff. 
Well, mm-hmm. he only uses the umbrella to sort of zip along the zip lines, and and whatever magic powers these zip lines, he can zip up and down as well. It's not just across and down; he sort oh, of yeah. defies gravity, and they can zip him upwards. He puts the puts the handle of the umbrella on the zip line. You know, think about nice. sort of like John Steed in the Avengers; yeah. like he might do something like that. You know, does he? Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because he well, he famously had the umbrella. And I think in the movie of 1997... Oh, sorry, I was uh, about to say, I can't see Patrick McNee <laughs> doing no, that. probably not. Probably not. Um, but then, it gets even better as well, because you can, you can always control the direction you're holding the umbrella thing. You can pop that little sucker, and it'll, it'll gust you up into the air, so you can leap open the mm. umbrella and it'll just waft you upwards so you can reach outrageous heights and Blimey. then you can also open it on the way down to sort of slow your fall and you can control your kind of floaty fall so it's a central thing where they've just the developers have just gone what is it it's a gun and an umbrella brilliant how can we actually get the most out of that thing and it's like they thought of everything it's like oh well use the handle on a zip line brilliant use yeah. it to block stuff cheers use it to parry stuff thank you you know and actually it there's you can turn it into a rifle as well like a machine gun umbrella as well as a shot your default thing is a shotgun <coughs> yeah sends people flying double barrel nastiness brilliant um and also the shells when they mm-hmm. clatter to the ground, they make that delicious... Clinky like, sound. Clinky, empty yeah. shotgun shell. You know the one I mean. Oh, I know. Um, it, yeah, really, really good. Really funny. There's a little fella... Like, the enemies are like this cult, and you don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're doing some nefarious deeds involving a sort of magic ritual. So it gets a bit bonkers, you know. It's like, mm. oh, it's a noir punk. And he was got that. Anyway, but the cult is called Cult 45. Oh, my which, God. Which I, which I quite liked. <laughs> Then there's a, there's, a fellow who, there's a fellow who sells drugs called mm. Bill, and he's yeah. got a little shop, and it's called Bill's Pills, which is funny. Excellent. Yeah, that good made stuff. me laugh a lot. Yeah. You can get a pill that, that slowly makes your health increase over time. You can buy another one that makes you lucky, and the en- enemies spew out more money when you kill them. Mm-hmm. Really delicious, responsive, like, lovely crunchy violence, great platforming, really lovely pixel art. Um I can't wait. It's coming out in 2023. Um, it's I can't recommend it enough. It's and I think it's listed as Switch and PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you much like last week's one. Well, I said to you, you you've got to get this on Switch because I think uh, you'd love a bit of Gunbrella. The no, fella yeah, looks sure. a bit like you as well. Oh, does he? Well, that's a he's plus. got he's got a beard and a, well, he's got a little hat and a trench coat, which isn't really what. You, I love that's you my know. defining characteristic. Yeah, <laughs> beard. Yeah, he's that's rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 bloody good stuff. I had I had my eye on it for a while. Played mm-hmm. through the demo. It's like an hour and a half. It's a good demo as well. It sort of really yeah. gives you gives you a bit of everything. Um, and I'm and I'm and I'm ruddy excited. So mm. yeah, there you go. No, it sounds great. It sounds very inventive and uh, fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Um, and then last on uh, on on the docket this week, uh, also uh, coming out uh, next year. No, actually, it's coming out this year. Sorry, it's coming out in September. Um, really, really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. A game called Dredge, which you've possibly seen. I have um, heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, also in the Steam Next Fest, you can get... It's not even the demo, it's just called Chapter 1. So I think your progress just carries over if you want to get the, 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 the full game. And it's quite a right. generous playtime on it. You're a little fisherman, fella. Got a little boat 
wake mm-hmm. up on a jetty. Uh, mm. Don't know where you are. Something mysterious has gone on. The why mayor. Do always, why do you always wake up like you know yeah. with amnesia or something? It's yes, yeah, always. Classic, it's, always isn't it? <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there's this sort of portly little mayor fella who pops up and says, uh, "Oh, your boat was smashed. Um, don't Cheers. worry though. Ha- Cheers, have mayor. a new boat." Yeah, thanks oh, for well, the that's update, man. No, no, fair. Well, yeah. but hang on a minute, because it's not oh, that good of him. Catch. Yeah, it's yeah. Catch. Well, he's like a sort of uh, Tom Nook type, because he's like, uh, oh yeah, well look, we'll, 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 we've knocked you up a boat. You got, you can have this boat, but you got to pay us back. It's a big old loan, and every mm. it, so the, the sort of crux of the game is, you pilot this little boat out. All these various, yeah. uh, w- you know, waters, and and there's sort of there's like different towns and ports that you can dock in. But mm-hmm. you just pootle around in this little little fisherman's boat, and you, you just like sort of pootling. go out. You're a big I like pootler. A po- I like a pootle. Yeah, mm-hmm. the game lets yeah, you pootle. Famously, then, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out to these little spots and you do a bit of fishing. Very simple, just a little mini game where a thing kind of spins around, and you have to press the button when the little needle is in the coloured zones as it spins around. And you can reel in the fish. Simple satisfying mm-hmm. and you you fill up your storage you go back to port you sell the fish you get some money with that money uh you can do up your boat you can get different kind of fishing rods that let you fish in shallow waters coastal waters deeper waters all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. um and you can you, and you get ship repairs and all that sort of stuff and there's also little missions where someone will say oh if you're heading out to uh wherever it is can you just deliver this parcel to the uh to the dock worker down there no questions asked so you go <laughs> oh yeah sure i'll do that <clears throat> what it then what I don't want to give too much away but I think it's kind of clear if you read the description and stuff on Steam yeah um, what it actually is is a little bit spooky it turns into it's got this sort of cutesy art style quite cartoony quite cute when you're sort of pooping mm. around but actually they've booked in a bit of nastiness for you so it turns into a kind of Lovecrafty vibe Oh, okay. Uh, where it's like, yeah, actually, uh, you might want to get back to port before that fog rolls in and before it gets dark. Um, is it? Is that fog got a Cthulhu in it? Well, that's the, you know bloody, who who bloody, who bloody knows. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up to his old tricks. Up to his old classic tricks. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's and that's why you know you might you might have been wondering earlier when I said ship repairs, you might have been thinking, well. Why would your ship be damaged? Well, let me let me tell you, you know, all sorts of reasons why your ship might be damaged, and by mm. Christ knows what. So it's mm. got this nice spooky edge to it, perfect for uh, you know the Halloween season be upon us. Although unfortunately, as I say, I think it comes out in September. They've said uh, oh, there's no, I don't think there's year. a fixed. No, no, it's this year. It is this year? So it um, came out in September. No, wait, hang on. What are we in? Yeah, We're not oh, October, mate. wait, hang on. <laughs> well, it says. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's probably one of those ones where the release date said September 22, but I think it was like Wikipedia. So probably like some outdated mm. thing. So I don't right, actually right. know when it. I'll check my facts and I'll report on it in Please the next do. segment of this podcast. Okay. Uh, see if I can get your release date on Drench. Uh, it's 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 really really cool though. Um, really really cool. A good fresh. Uh, spin on the Lovecraft thing and just really fun little series of mechanics as well. You're learning mm. about this world, going to different ports, talking to people. Anyway, um, yep. we got to talk some news is what we got to do. So God, gonna, is it that time already? It's that time already. I'm going to drop a <laughs> jingle and uh, we got to get into it. Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guy coming up to the light Coming up too fast. 
It's a red. What's your plan? It's a red. What's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you gonna go? He gives me a beep. He was just stipulating in his heart. He gives me a beep. Threw hands up and he didn't beep again. He was a news. Uh, actually, the first item of news is. Uh, yep. I looked up that 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 factoid on Dredge uh, coming out next year. So mm-hmm. you know, oh, there you go. That's, there you that's, go. That's that's twenty twenty three, and they, they they don't have a they don't have a fixed release date on it. But keep a lookout for it because it looks cool. Uh, item number one in the news is uh, it kind of it annoyed me to be honest. Um, it's good news, but mm-hmm. it happened like li- I think literally an hour after. We finished recording last week. And Classic. I went, and I looked yeah. at the news and I went, oh, for fuck's sake. Good so, stuff. Yeah. It's the massive CD project news. Um, oh, all that. Yeah, oh. right? Yeah. It's one <laughs> no. of them ones where it's so annoying and like everyone yeah. knows it now. Although they don't because we've had listeners say that we are their number one source for news. So yeah. they probably got no so, idea what's going on. Well, you heard let me it tell you, if you buckle up as well. CD project. Uh, the makers of The Witcher, Cyberpunk, etc., mm-hmm. uh, officially working on a full-on Cyberpunk sequel, possibly yep. 2078, 2079. Orion, as in yeah. attack ships on fire off the shoulder. Attack off. ships on yeah, or Orion's belt, which was that or, collar that cat wore in Men in Black. Old film distributor Orion Pictures. Orion, Orion Films was it? Was, was it, it not films? Was it pictures? Thought, Orion. Isn't it, what, pictures. isn't it usually pictures? I used to love that little ident, the Orion film. Yeah, good, isn't it? Um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, a cyberpunk sequel, <clears throat> mm-hmm. a Witcher trilogy, which was yeah. that that new Witcher thing that they already announced a few months back, that's going to be a trilogy. Also, there are Witcher spin-off things happening, like standalone spin-off games, and yeah. just a brand new IP that we don't know yeah. anything about. One of those Witcher um, spin-offs is from the Molasses Flood of... The flame in yeah, the flood. I know, yeah. right? So I've got the yeah. so CD Projekt pre- uh, like tweeted out a little thing, like a sort of uh, a little helpful sheet um, to 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 get all the information in your brain. So, <laughs> and they've all got uh, code names that are named after stars, uh, yeah. constellations. So Project Sirius is uh, the uh, Witcher. It's set in the Witcher universe. It's developed by the Molasses Flood. That's the studio that did the Flame and the Flood, right? Yeah. I'll be and honest, something else. that's one of the base requirements I require for a Witcher game, is that it's set in the Witcher universe. That it's set, so that it's set in the Witcher universe. But so may good. or may not involve Geralt of Rivia or Ciri. Or, it, yeah. it, like, just sort of, it's in that world, but it's just sort of different. Uh, mm-hmm. Possibly, or maybe not. Maybe it's maybe it's got them. We don't know much. Uh, they said compared to existing CD Projekt Red games, uh, this one's targets a much broader audience, and uh, Sirius uh, will include single player and multiplayer gameplay. So, yeah, mm, bit, bit bit funky. Interesting. Maybe that, maybe that's my prediction. Yeah. Is that Project Sirius, uh, developed by the Molasses Flood, will mm. be a mobile game? Do you think? Yeah, uh, I got vibes like a sort of Gwent stuff, but like not Gwent, obviously, because they've, they've done that. But like, you know, that, yeah. 
a big Witcher thing because it's, it's the way they're going it targets a much broader audience and I was yeah. sort of thinking of the Molasses Flood and like the art style and the flame and the flood and stuff not that that mm. needs much they could do something completely different and I might look very silly indeed but I just got vibes off Project Sirius I was like because also CD Projekt have uh, they made a statement about wanting to to broaden out and diversify they're starting to sound a little bit like Ubisoft actually but we'll get to that in a minute uh, <clears throat> Project <clears throat> Polaris mm-hmm this project launches the new Witcher trilogy, expanding the universe presented in past Witcher games. The saga will consist of three games, which we plan to release during a six-year publishing cycle, starting with the release date of Polaris itself. In technical terms, the second and third part of the saga will be based on the foundation which we put in place for Polaris. By following mm-hmm. this approach, we intend to improve our game development pipeline without giving up on any of our artistic ambitions, or on our intent to raise the bar even higher with each release. So, you know, there you yeah. go. Uh, <clears throat> There's three more things, the first of which is Project Canis or Canis Majoris, mm-hmm. a full-fledged release set in the Witcher universe to be developed by an external studio under the supervision of experienced developers who have previously worked on Witcher games. In terms of technology, uh, we intend to use Unreal Engine 5 and the tool set created for Polaris. So that one is like, it's not the brand new Witcher trilogy thing, but it is basically a like full fat, just different standalone Witcher game, not connected to the trilogy, set in the universe by a different studio. So Arkham Arkham Origins, but for Mm. the Witcher. Possibly, who knows? Maybe that could yeah. be your uh, what the people. What's that? What's that fella's name? It was like Gerald's mate, his old mate. Because of oh, Vesemir. Vesemir. No, it's his uh, mentor, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, um, <clears throat> I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. The, the other people witches are always going. Yeah, like Lambert and Eskel That's and stuff. That's the one, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But people people always clamouring for, like, young Vesemir, aren't they? Because he was supposed to be, like, a kind of legend yeah. back in the day. Like, he was, like, a super bad boy. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Project <laughs> Orion... Uh, yeah. That's a, cyber, a cyberpunk release uh, which will further develop the potential embodied by this universe. Project Orion will be developed by CD Projekt Red North America, which will comprise the newly created Boston Hub along with our existing Vancouver team. This studio is separate from the Molasses Flood, which is working on Sirius and is also based in Boston. It's just a coincidence. Uh, and establishing a new a new studio, CD Projekt Red North America, which will enable us to fully tap in to the North American talent pool. So yeah, there you go. Big old cyberpunk sequel separate yep. to Phantom Liberty and mm. then the last one Project Hadar or Hadar uh, yeah. a new a new IP a new original IP yeah. for the first time in its history CD Projekt Red is developing an entirely new universe from scratch early conceptual work began in 2021 uh, as of the publication date of this document there is ongoing work uh, on the foundations of this world laying the setting for a third separate product line in the future that's kind of big CD Projekt have never created their own IP Mm. No, no. I think I knew that, but seeing it sort of said like that, I, was, I thought, I thought, oh yeah, they've only ever yeah. done, you know, licensed stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Considering their reputation, like, are they, are they, do they have the best reputation of any major developer that that hasn't created any of its own IP? Well, they certainly had um, after The Witcher Three. Um, they lost a lot of that kind of uh, cachet. After Cyberpunk, but they're they're slowly clawing it back. Cyberpunk yeah. is in good shape, and people yeah, like it well. now. And yeah, yeah, I think they've won a lot of people back. There are some people who are still like, Nyeh! but um, yeah. screw those people. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and and and, and when, you know, when when the studio was at its uh, at its height, and I think it's sort of hopefully getting back there. 
Mm-hmm. It must be, you know, if you think about the real big, you know, Rockstar, Naughty Dog, From Software, they've all got their own IP. It's just funny. It's like one True. of the biggest ones that just doesn't have yeah. any of its... It's just, it's just interesting, is all. Uh, um, it's never really occurred to me, but yeah. You make a, a cromulent point. A cromulent point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> There's 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 kind of some weird stuff here just on the just on the back. I mean, what's your general? Fe- it, it, I presume you're just like uh, yes, please, gimme, gimme, gimme to all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I love The Witcher Three. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm up for more Witch for sure. And Cyberpunk 2077, I had a blast with. Um, mm, mm. By the time I'd finished it, I was like, you know, what? I was bloody good that. So um, mm. yeah, I'm up for more, especially if it's Unreal Engine Five now. So um, should be an, an easier ride for them development wise um yeah so yeah i'm i'm cautiously optimistic and quite excited about that as a yeah. prospect to be honest yeah i i, I yeah. I'd agree with that i'd agree with that i'm like of all of these things i'm just like yeah i'll I'll take all of them well, yes, please and you see what in unreal engine is capable of unreal engine 5 i should say oh crikey yeah, yeah. i mean imagine a proper fully realized cyberpunk city in that i mean it's, jesus yeah, it's mad isn't it Absolutely. Mm. I mean, Cyberpunk was also brilliant anyway, just in the yeah. red engine. But yeah, yeah so you're yeah. right. I mean, pop that bad boy in, a, in Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they were talking about uh, creating new, exciting ways of interacting with our brands. Uh, yeah, no, I don't with, know what that means. Yeah, all of that. It, there was there's quite a bit of like Ubisoft talk where they yeah. were like, "Well, wow, we want to diversify new new art forms and stuff." It's like it's like you've got tele series, you've got you got the Netflix animes, thing, like. You know. Yeah. I know it's separate, strictly speaking. It's it's based on the books, but what else is there? Well, the, the Edge Runners thing wasn't that separate, right? Like, didn't it directly no, that was, tie into the? Well, game? that was yeah. I was talking about more the Witcher stuff, but oh, yeah, right, yes. Cyberpunk, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that ties indirectly, but mm-hmm. yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Trading cards, trading mm-hmm. cards, uh, shoe polish. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> um, bread. Turtles bread. That was a high water mark for Turtles Mania. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, CD Project Bread. Oh, genius! <laughs> I see what you've done there. That is. You heard it here first. Absolutely you know. brilliant. Uh, this one, kind of a funny one. Uh, well, Hideo Kojima's up to his old tricks, isn't he? I saw the latest uh, um, theories about this. Sorry, before we get to it, it's L. Fanning, isn't it? The yeah. theory, the latest theory, is that L. Fanning is starring in a Death Stranding sequel as grown-up BB, as gro- grown-up Bridge Baby. I'm like, outrageous. no, come on, outrageous. That's funny. That's what funny. do you think? I like that. That is yeah. funny. I mean, I think. Well, I've got written down something else, but oh, go on. Uh, well, I hadn't considered that. But that is interesting, and mm. she could. So, Kojima teased this thing where he tweeted out like a. Or did he tweet it out? Did someone else tweet it out? I think Kojima uh, Productions I think, yeah, tweeted I think it out. He did, yeah, yeah. But um, it was a sort of silhouette, in, you know, in full shadow, so you couldn't see the face. Where and, am I? Uh, and it said like, well, first it said, "Who am I? Who am I?" And, and then they, and then they tweeted. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, it's the short answer to that, love. Calm down. Um, and then another one tweeted out saying, where am I, with another silhouette. And mm-hmm. um, what was funny was, I don't know about you, because I saw this happen and I looked at the image. Yeah. And I've seen, I'm not really like a movie buff, but I've seen like a, a lot of movies and a lot of, uh, you know, I think I've mm-hmm. actually weirdly seen everything Elle Fanning's been in. Though I'm not a massive fan of Elle Fanning. I, I could have, not you know. name... A single film. You'll have to help me out here. I don't know <laughs> what she's been in. 
Have you seen Super 8? Uh, oh, yeah, I have. Oh, she's in that, is she? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, Nicholas Vinding Reffin's The Neon Demon? I have not. After that Drive, was... I was Winding Reffin'd out. You were Reffin'd out. Everyone well, it's loves a good job. Drive. I don't know why. I did I not get like on with Drive. drive. I, I do think it's a... Possibly, I did. I did. I, I you know, I don't want to. I did think Drive was really good. I really enjoyed. It. I feel I think like it's it, slightly overrated. I, I, I agree with he's you. He's not I a think real you... human being or a real hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he>? misrepresentation. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and I do think Reffens needs to chill out a bit. I, I thought Only God Forgives was was really. Rubbish. Have you seen um, his interview with William Friedkin? Yeah, where he says, Drive's brilliant. a masterpiece or whatever. We won't know about Drive for another <laughs> thirty years. <laughs> that's a really good. That's a really good Friedkin impression. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks cool. very much. Yeah, cool. He, um, this article by Josh Wise is cool. <laughs> Are you plugging my old column? Unbelievable. Um, have you seen the film Babel from 2006 with Brad Pitt? Yeah, which in the trailer the announcer called Babel. Ba- oh, yeah, ba- yeah Babel. Babel. Uh, it's it not actually Babel. Be Babel. But um, Elle Fanning was in that. So. Oh, was she? Okay. She's about, she's about three years old. So you Baby Bell, yeah. But, you know, right. Baby Bell. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And she was in that Sophia Coppola movie somewhere. As well. Anyway, I'm Answer rambling on. My, um, <laughs> my, my, my thing was, I immediately just went, well, that's Elle Fanning. Now, I don't want to, you know... <laughs> Throw shade, as the kids would say. Yeah, you do. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm you not. You do a bit. You know, throwing. You do a no, bit. no. Well, I was just, you know, she's, she, you know, she, she's, a, a, you know, a talented actress, and mm-hmm. and uh, but she she has got a distinctively shaped head. Um, right. And I just immediately went, "That's Elle Fanning." She's got quite a, a sort of a prominent you, you jaw. Were, you train it you like know. a pub quiz, weren't you? I was, <laughs> was a bit, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like a sort of, yeah, like a guess who. Nice try, remind- Kojima. Nice try. <laughs> it reminded me of the Pokemon anime when they're like, who's that Pokemon? Yeah. It's Elle Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway. Mm. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it turns out it was. Anyway, uh, but then that fella, Lance McDonald, who hacks everything and always talks about hacking everything. He's the one who hacked mm. PT and uh, and discovered that you could walk outside in the streets oh, of Silent McDonald, Hill. Yeah, yeah uh, he's yeah. like well, he's a, a modder rather than mm. a hacker, I should say, and a very yeah. and a very bloody good one. Um, but he was at PAX Australia, and there was a QR code thing that you could scan at PAX Australia, and if you did it, it revealed the image of El Fanning. So he tweeted out the thing. He's like, "It's El Fanning." Um, but now the other one is everyone's like looking at the where am I thing and they're going oh well who's the other one now this is where and it's you know I'm just noodling oh. around here I could be right I could be wrong but I they didn't know been... it was um, I didn't even know it's a different person oh yeah 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 okay well, right and the, the thinking generally is is that it's Margaret Qualley who uh, oh well played... he's worked with her before yeah, yeah exactly Play, she, she played Mama in, uh, oh. in, in Death Stranding and uh, she was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that... she's just bloody good could feed into the Death Stranding sequel theories. She could be back it reprising could. her role. Yes, absolutely. However, allow me to throw a spanner of spice into the works. Go on. You love um, a bit of spice. I love a bit of spice. Earlier this year, on this very podcast, uh, there was that that leak of the of a game called Overdose, which right. starred Margaret Qualley, and it was mm-hmm. third person, and she had a torch, and it looked a lot like Silent Hill. Oh yeah, and that was that was a that was a sort of Kojima thing. It was like leaked, supposedly. Um, again, a spanner of spice, but also a, a you know a sachet of salt. 
Um, Spanner the, of spice. It was. It was. <laughs> it was supposedly leaked footage, and it was. It, mm. it was kind of hushed up. It was oh, okay to be called Overdose and starring Margaret Qualley. So it could be daughter of Andy McDowell, by the way. For those I did not know. know that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, so I, who knows? You know, your thing of oh, could it be Mama? But she's grown up, and, and we know, of course, thanks to Norman Reedus doing his photo shoot, that yeah, actually exactly, there is yeah. a Death Stranding sequel happening. So fair play, and maybe well, Elf, maybe that's the thing. But um, either way, it'll be a quality game, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, fanning the flames of uh, mm. rumor on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so who knows? Could it be Overdose? Mm. That sounded kind of cool. Yeah. Um, could it be Death Stranding 2? We don't know. Well, we know that is happening, but we don't know. It's yep. got them in it. Um, now, this one already... We, we, we spoke about it because it leaked. And when it mm-hmm. leaked, you kind of went, ooh, that's a bit shit. Um, yep. Well, now we know Need for Speed Unbound uh, has been announced by EA. That's a thing that's happening. And, but um, it's Criterion Games making it. So that's It's Criterion. So that's been Inspiring. Time. Yes. Because uh, the last, uh, hope. <laughs> yeah, they did um, Hop Suit and Most Wanted, which are the two uh, pretty celebrated uh, uh, Need for Speed games. Hop Suit's still bloody brilliant, bloody yeah. brilliant. I will. You, you weren't so keen on Most Wanted, right? Most Wanted, no. I, I feel like it lost something in going purely sort of open world. Yeah, it was a sort of that, burnout yeah. paradise problem. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Lost that was focus. that was one of those things where you found yourself brushing up against uh, the general consensus, wasn't it? I know a lot of people yeah. love that game. Yeah. You weren't so keen on it. I don't no. think I've played it. I recently bought it uh, for a friend of mine on, on uh, Vita, and I mm. think he played it and sort of said, yes, it's all right. You know, It wasn't um, my most wanted. Ooh. I'd rather chase down Hot Pursuit. Thank you very much. <laughs> So anyway, this new one is uh, is made by Criterion. The mm-hmm. last one, actually, though, is was it Ghost something games? Ghost games? Ghost games? Yeah, they actually they had a they bit did. of a rocky kind of tenure with Need for Speed, but Need for Speed Heat was actually quite good. I was just about to say, it's like they found their liked. feet, yeah. and then they're like, "Well, <laughs> thanks, but you're done. <laughs> thanks, you made but a good actually, one. Now do yeah. one." We're, we're we're going back to Criterion because yeah, you know yeah. they're the big they're the big boys. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I was sort of I was up for it because I love Criterion, but I do remember mm. you saying, do "You know what? Need for Speed Heat was just pretty good." Um, yeah. But anyway, do you the think weird Criterion is, need a mascot, and he should be called Criterion? Oh, that's good. But who would it be like? Like uh, 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 Ron some bloke Howard? called Ron? No, can they get Ron Howard? Any, just anyone called Ron? Some bloke. Well, I'm quite Ron. like a famous Ron. I, th- I think you could sell it if it was a famous uh, Ron. Ronald McDonald. Oh, maybe. He must yeah. be Ron, technically, if you shorten it down. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Just a thought. So the weird thing about this is it's all cartoon shit. Yeah, it's, I, it's I all... can imagine you're not keen on that. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm not I'm, sure either. I, I, I want to just go, kind of want to go, look, I'll play it, I'll see. I, I didn't, it looked a bit odd. And I remember when that leaked thing came out and it was like, the the like graffiti like wings were like dr- sprayed mm, up around mm-hmm. the car when it went in the air. It's it's kind of yeah. kind of an odd one. Remind me a little bit of uh, thirteen the way that they 
although that was kind of more of a comic book thing but they sort of had you know the artwork would would kind of uh, spring up in the world it'd say like kaboom when you blew something up and it, the, mm. you know, the word kaboom would sort of pop out a little bit like that um, it's just got the, it's not cell shaded I don't think but it has the I think look. the characters are I think the characters right. might be but the cars okay. aren't but the, car, but the cars aren't the actual mm. action you could see it there was, a, there was a trailer and you can kind of have a little look and it looks you know looks perfectly cool um, but it does have a slight weird sheen to it where the colours look a bit like they've been worked on they've been sort of processed loads and it's kind of as I say yeah, flirts with cell shadedness, but actually the characters fully are cell shaded. Mm. It stars uh, <clears throat> American rapper ASAP Rocky, or at least he was in the trailer, and I think uh, it, also his song "Shit in Me" uh, featured heavily in the trailer. So there you go, fans of uh, ASAP Rocky. I'm shitting uh, you, Jazz. I'm shitting you, Jazz. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, mm. little 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 snippet from EA here quote <clears throat> the innovative single player campaign delivers thrills and consequences uh, through an immersive narrative that engages players in the city of Lakeshore as they race collect upgrade and customize the world's hottest performance cars on their way to the top yeah. of the scene this all this all sounds very much like a kind Do of you- uh, yeah, do you feel like innovative as a word yeah, is bandied yeah. around yeah. far too much in press releases? I, I fixed on that and tripped over that, and I was yeah. going to. If you didn't just say that, then I would have said it. So, yeah. and I and that's one of those ones where you'd love to just be in the room and just. And you, of course, what would happen is security would quickly escort you out of the room. But <laughs> can if we I lose could just, that innovative there? Uh, so, well, not even that. <laughs> Let just go just, of just, me. Where are you throwing <laughs> me? <laughs> You've been warned. Get your damn hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd love to be like a sort of uh, sort of like a, a journalist I guess in the room and just go sorry can I just pin you down there when you say innovative can I just get what exactly you mean will it just be a bog standard racing campaign in an open environment and yeah. then the guy just goes yes yes it will and I go right but it's cheers. got but it's got little bits of neon and Sort of artwork and stuff that flash up. That's, so that's innovation. innovation. It's different. All right, right, all right. We're all, we're all out of ideas. We got nothing coming up. Are you happy? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, look, I'm always happy for Need for Speed. You know, I, Me too. I, yeah. I like a Need for Speed. I didn't play Heat, and I kind of want to play Heat now. Yeah. Um, I think you and I both have a need for speed. A need and for speed generally. Yeah. We quite like Need for Speed, and, it all, and it Heat does was make good. Sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so, now. Yeah. I've put this on the list. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it, but I've put it on the list because it's big news. <laughs> and it's actually, it's the last item on the news. I don't want to talk about it. I, <laughs> I don't care. I don't yeah. care, but I'll All read right. the story because it's me job. Um, the Mario movie trailer oh, has happened. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. And a load of stuff's happened. So it's a CGI um, Mario movie and it's got Chris Pratt playing Mario and it's Bowser's in it. Jack Black voices Bowser. And uh, there's probably some other people in it. And so it's Mario running around doing what he does and, uh, yeah. you know, in a, in a, in a, in a film. <clears throat> um, um, yeah. And mm. there's a trailer and stuff. And a load of people just gone just gone a bit nutty, to be honest. Uh, well, I'll, I'll echo what a lot of people have been saying. Mm. I mean, not everyone, but some people. <laughs> Why some Chris people. Pratt? Why? Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't get it. I genuinely don't understand why he's been cast as Mario. Well, I think you've got to remember that they don't care. Right. 
Yeah. And they want to make money. And once you remember those two things, all of the sort of mysteries kind of stand explained. If they could get Tom Cruise, they would have gotten Tom Cruise. It's li- See, the only I'd reason it's Chris Pat. That'd be way is, oh, I prefer, I prefer that because Tom Cruise, he'd do his research, he'd commit and to And he'd the do role. all his own stunts. He would. Yeah, he yeah. would. He'd insist on being in yeah, the film. It's just a, it's just a money spinner. You know, Chris Pratt's a bankable uh, star. He's been in a load of Marvel movies. He's, you know, it's uh, mm. there's no great mystery there. I mean, I get it. I get people going, that's a bit weird. And he's got to sort of do a kind of accent. He's doing like an Italian thing. But and, does he? Uh, I think he sort of has a little mini go, but he doesn't really commit to it. He sort of puts a yeah. bit of sauce on his on his on his pronunciations. I don't, I don't really think so. I, I watched the trailer once, and I I he, he does just sound like Chris Pratt, but he's trying to do something. Whether or not he right. succeeds, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I still don't get it. No, I, I, I don't I don't I don't really get it. And you'd think as well there are other actors there, but like, he's going to be willing to do it and whatever. <coughs> uh, yeah. Tara Str- should have got Pacino. Really. Should have gotten Pacino. Yeah. Tara Strong, uh, notably mm, the, the voice of uh, Harley Quinn from, yep. well, in many things, but in video game terms, from Arkham City onwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Eileen Sorkin, the voice of Harley Quinn in the animated series, and the voice of Harley Quinn in Is Arkham Asylum. Is she related Asylum. to Aaron Sorkin? I don't believe so. No. Oh, uh, okay. Just merely, merely the same name, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, But Tara Strong (coughs) said, uh, tweeted out a picture of her uh, with Charles Martinet, of course, who voices Mario in the video games. Wahoo! Uh, (laughs) And she said, it should be, the caption was, it should be Charles. Now, the thing about this is... um, He's not a big bankable star, is he, Charles He's not a big bankable star. Mm. I also don't know... That you're gonna want. I think Charles Martinet's brilliant. I think he is the voice of Mario. It's magic. I mm-hmm. love Charles Martinet. I love Mario. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want that for ninety minutes. <laughs> I don't right, know. Yeah. If, well, because he's never really, aside from, he's never really had to do just sort of like dialogue with other characters yeah. for any length of time. And the thing about that performance is it works in short bursts. He go, he goes off the chain. He does it up to eleven. He's a load of little. Wah! Like little whips mm. and yips and leaps and honks mm-hmm. and who knows what. It's but, a me, Mario. Yeah, it's the classic stuff. So I don't actually know that he would be sort of suited. Now I'm, I'm sure he could he, he could make it work. Whether or not you might go a little bit mental after half an hour of Mario yeah. in the role. But I don't know how much Mario talks in that film. So and I'd also, say, you know, let's not forget that Roger Craig Smith didn't do Sonic either, and Ben Schwartz did a good job as Sonic well, in the Sonic film. So yeah. there you go. Although, I'm not yeah, Ben Schwartz that, that, and Chris Pratt, though. No, um, and nor should no. we probably compare Roger Craig Smith with Charles Martinet. I mean, I'm not no, throwing true. shade on Sonic. It's just that Charles. Oh, you are. So... He's slagging him off. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black, meanwhile, brilliant. Uh, he's piped up. Yeah, he's he's sort of because he voices Bowser, and he's sort of saying that actually the movie could be sort of musical. Oh, really? Yeah, he oh, said really? uh, he was he was at New York Comic Con. And um, they were asking him about it. And uh, he said, uh, I did bring some of my heavy metal roots. Uh, he said, Bowser is kind of like a heavy metal rock star. I was going to head that off. No, he isn't. But there, but there we go. Uh, I don't know. His wristbands, they're pretty metal. He does. I tell you what, there is metal and it's probably mm. heavy. 
I will yeah. say that much. Um, <clears throat> he says, a big, strong, and scary rock star. Again, not not really at all. Um, no, he, he said. He said, and I did a little bit of rocking. He said, I think you'll be surprised to see that Bowser has a musical side. Uh, and then he <laughs> says, after the movie comes out, I might take it Broadway, which made me laugh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, could be a musical. People don't like the Chris Pratt thing. I don't care about the Chris Pratt thing. I, I don't care you're, about the film. You just have complete apathy. I just don't, don't care. Like I don't. Yeah. Well, I imagine. It, I don't know. It's not not just going to be an animated movie for kids. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not. I've got uh, no I, interest I, in watching. I have it, to admit, so. I'm not. I'm not bothered either. I, but yeah. then it, I guess it's not really for me. It's not really for me. Yeah, that's no, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. And video game people love it, and you know, people and people generally might. And hopefully, the movie will be good and they'll love it. And uh, look, I've got the '90s cartoon. You oh, know, well, that, you, that so was, you don't need anything else? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And the, and the Bob Hoskins film. Well, the Bob Hoskins which is film is an all-time definitive. classic. Because, it's definitive. Well, it's, well it, never mind Jack Black. How about Dennis Hopper as Bowser? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah real Bowser. exactly. And those little head goomba fellas. Little brilliant. head goombas. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, we've got to get quizzical is what we've got to do. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know. It's all it's flown, it's flown this week. <laughs> it's go, go, go. Um, what an episode. Right. What an amazing episode <laughs> this is. How <laughs> lucky are you to be here <laughs> listening to this right now? And they got a shark update. Can you believe oh. it? It's packed. Uh, it is, it is, this is a bumper one. This. Yeah, this is a bumper. It's great. It's brilliant. Um, I'm putting. I'm putting a jingle down, and we get Matt from upstairs. We go, man. We go mad on the quiz. I'm a big fan of that. It's that time of the pod, that time of the week. It's time for Boss Fight. Mm. Uh, we've had some closely contested ones recently. We're joined, as ever, by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? All right. Last week wasn't closely contested. Last week was a fucking... No. Oh, insane, yeah. You know, cheating... Yeah. Oh, cheating I mean, there. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd get, like, hundreds and hundreds of messages from my adoring fans saying, yeah. what a brilliant yeah. quiz. You're a genius. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, I didn't well. ever think... You know, they're all they're all Matt fans now. Matt from Upstairs uh, fans. Yeah, yeah. They don't well, know they how are, close they? they were. Don't tell me we've got more. Don't tell me we've got more correspondence. We got. We got. We. I tell you what. I'll read this one out. Oh, uh, for God's sake. This one from uh, Aaron. Uh, is Rich still filling in for Matt? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. He's done you. He's done oh, you. He hasn't. Oh, that's he's a good done one. you there. That's a good he's one. done like you that. there. He's subverted. He's made himself the, look he, silly. He's, has he? Has he? <laughs> yeah, he has. Anyway, anyway, right. <clears throat> you chaps, I've got a guess. The business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team, could be any of them, from mm-hmm. a video game of my choosing, I will embody said boss fight. I'll give you the clues. You say stop. I say your name. You guess the answers. You go for glory. And yes, you know, last week was absolutely bonkers, and I don't know what was going on. But overall, it's been pretty close. I think the score is currently mm-hmm. 16-13 to Rich. Yeah, Rich, oh, Rich is taking that. If I had gotten that fucking Gears of War one, it'd be one point. That one yeah. was, yeah, yeah, that one was lethal. That one was lethal. Um, but anyway, I forgot anyway. about that as well. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. <laughs> he's had one swoop and he's had one punt. He's gone nutty. Um, oh, right, here we go. It. Clue number one. I was established in 1993. Mm. And my first 
and only Ooh. appearance, yeah, yeah, appearance in a video game was in 2006. Oh, again, hmm. this I feel like this is Rich's era. Stop. Clu- oh, God, here we go. Rich Walker. Is it InGen from Jurassic Park Genesis, <laughs> Project Genesis? No, that's a ruddy good guess. Incorrect. That is a good mm, guess, though. And thanks. I, sharp on it, sharp on it. <laughs> <clears throat> um, clue number two. Uh, I was created uh, by... The, well, I should say I was established mm. uh, by the American intelligence services and I have been disbanded and reformed unlike the developer that made the game I was in they were just disbanded sadly no no reforming for them oh bloody hell hmm yes yes clue number three huh I am known for dealing with threats in real time and in a variety of ways, be it by stealth, cover shooting, driving, and interrogating. Uh, I'm not going to get this already, I can tell. Hmm. Clue yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> Clue number three. As an organisation, I am known for many things, including the controversial methods of my agents. But one of my most iconic features is, of all things, a ringtone. What? Uh, yeah, agreed. What? A ringtone? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, uh, no. Clue number five. Oh, jeez. I have branches in many cities and major metropolitan areas. My headquarters are in Washington, D.C. But I am most known for my operations in Los Angeles. Oh, God, this is completely... I haven't got the faintest idea. And the last clue, with a little bit of of spice on it, I suppose. Uh, The game I was in was an exclusive for the PlayStation 2. Hmm. But most people wouldn't know me for a game, full stop. (laughs) For God's sake. Wait, what? What? What is this? What on earth is this? I go through the clues. <clears throat> I go through the clues, and then I'll give it away. Clue number one: I was established in 1993, and my first and only appearance in a video game was in 2006. Clue number two: I am a subdivision. Or I was established by the CIA. I have been disbanded and reformed, unlike the developer that made the game I was in. They were just disbanded. In 2017. Clue number three. As an organisation, I am known for many things, including the controversial methods of my agents. But one of my most iconic features is, of all things, a ringtone. 
Clue number four. I am known for dealing with threats in real time and in a variety of ways, be it stealth, driving, cover shooting, and interrogations. <clears throat> Clue number five. Uh, I have branches in many cities and major metropolitan areas, and my headquarters are in Washington, D.C., but I'm best known for my operations in Los Angeles. And clue number six, the game I was in was an exclusive for the PlayStation 2. And most people wouldn't know me for the game at all. Oh, hmm. I don't. I I don't think I know I, what this is. <sighs> Stop. Rich Walker. Is it like, I don't know, the Black Ops outfit from Black? <laughs> Incorrect. No, because Black a... came to Xbox as well. Though, yeah, didn't that it? was Xbox as well. That's yeah. yeah. Hmm. Bloody hell! Oh, this is annoying. I just <laughs> exclusive PS2 2006. Uh, <clears throat> cover shooting. A PS2 game that came out in 2006. This should be fairly easy because that's sort of towards the end of its life cycle, right? So. Ah. Uh. What? I mean, it went on. Well, yeah, towards yeah, towards the end. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of operations. And oh, we haven't had any spice. You got any spice, Josh? Back there. I, oh, I had a. I don't think spice. Yeah. Yeah. Stick clue, a bit of paprika s- on it. <laughs> clue number. Well, there, one of the clues was sort of a bit spice. Was all spice really? But right. <laughs> was the, well, I I sort of added the emergency clue about it being a, a, an exclusive and. Uh, Right, yeah. Yeah. And that most people wouldn't know it from a game at all. Um, well, well, that's mad. Yeah, uh, that's it, but that seems spicy. Yeah. <laughs> that does seem Okay, spicy. well, the answer that I'm looking no, whoa, for this whoa, whoa, week... Whoa, 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 no, no, whoa, no, no, whoa, this is fine, whoa. Rich. This is fine. We've not. We've been sat here in silence for like two minutes. Are we not going to even venture well, any got, more guesses? You, you, you can have done? a couple of puns. Well, go for it, go for it. <laughs> you got, got to say stop though, Rich. You can't just stop him from saying it. You got to stop and guess. I don't want to give up. I don't like giving up. That's fine. I give up. Oh, oh well, Matt fuck gives it. Up. Yeah. I don't know, Rich. Do you want to take Life's some more too short. Or? Nah, forget it. Just tell me. <clears> the answer I'm looking for is CTU from Twenty Four The Game. Hold on. You've done this, haven't you? Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sure. You, I'm sure we've had this. Almost. I think we've done this. Almost. You chaps are thinking of where am I? Uh, where I did Los Angeles. Uh, oh, I was established in <laughs> no. 1993, and my only and first appearance in a video game was in 2006. I'm a subdivision of the CIA. I've been disbanded and reformed. Season uh, 7 and then season 8 of the show. Uh, unlike the developer that made the game I was in, of course, was SCE Cambridge, and then uh, Guerrilla Cambridge that was shut down uh, in 2017. Very sad. Uh, as an organisation, I'm known for many things including the controversial methods of my agents, especially Jack Bauer. But one of my most iconic features is, of all things, a ringtone. If you've watched 24, you'll know the one I mean. Uh, I am known for dealing with threats in real time. You don't know what I mean? No, I I only watched the first season and I got bored. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) I'm known for dealing with threats in real time and in a variety of ways. That was a clue there, in real time. And in a variety of ways, be it stealth driving, cover shooting, and the interrogation mini-game. If you'd have just said Jack Bauer as one of the bits of spice, we might have had a chance. I mean... (laughs) That well, it, yeah, that that would be somewhat you more just than spice. It away. With the, yeah, I mean, something if you'd something like that, answer, <clears throat> we would have gotten the answer for God's sake. Honestly, if any listeners get that this week, 
you're lying. No, and yeah, no, I, I, I believe anyone who got that. I think if you know that, you know that. And you no. got in. I have branches in many major cities and metropolitan areas, headquarters in DC, but I'm most known for my operations in Los Angeles, CTU See, Los Angeles, the counter When you started, mentioning, you started mentioning ringtones, I was like, Crazy Frog Game? Was there a sort of... <laughs> or Crazy Frog Racer, yeah. Oh, yeah was there yeah. something in that? No, they had that ringtone that everyone then got on there. Do you remember polyphonic ringtone? Yeah. I do, yeah. Classic I remember showing stuff. my phone off to my dad. I had a Sony Ericsson or something that had polyphonic ringtones. I was like, listen to this, it's brilliant. Brilliant. It's yeah. It's it wasn't. Oh, they yeah. had that little ringtone that would always go on in CTU where it was like... Burr, burr, burr. And it was like everyone had that ringtone for, uh, right, yeah. for their phones. And, but anyway, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. It's a draw. The score is Not still 16-13. Great stuff. stuff. Great no, stuff. awful. That's, that's when I win. That's my goal every yeah. week. <laughs> well, you have a score, Tally. Whoever wins, so. we lose. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, very well done to Richmond and Matt. Better luck next time to the both of you. But it's about that time to hear from the listeners. Questions, theories, comments, and queries—you send them in, and we'll we'll do some we'll do some thinking. We'll do some we'll do some cogitating on it. You know, yeah, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll chew it over like mm. so many pretty uh, mm. blissfuls. Uh, this one from <laughs> Michael. <That's>, yeah, <clears throat> talking about Yakuza, so you'll be loving it. Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, he says uh, thoughts on Yakuza producer saying that Kenzan mm. uh, will never be remade. No, I must. I must have missed that. Why? Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, I don't want to. Again, it seems like I'm throwing shade this week. Uh, <coughs> I, your, I, I like that phrase. Your new catchphrase. Yeah. I like that phrase. I'm throwing throwing shade. Yeah. I mean, you can't even throw shade. You can sort of cast it if you. Well, mind mm. you, cast is a sort of a synonym of throw, <laughs> but it's cast in a different context. Anyway, mm, um, interesting. But I but I sort of looked at this. Uh, there was an article on Games Radar about it, and um, yeah. <clears throat> an interview with uh, Masayoshi Yokoyama and the chief producer Hiroyuki Sakamoto and they were talking about Yakuza and they were talking about Ishin which uh, like a dragon Ishin is, is you know on the way and many Yakuza yeah. fans are very happy about that um, yeah. and they were asked about Kenzan which is you know another sort of coveted Yakuza title that a lot of people you know, yeah. eager, eager also to set be within a you know historical samurai yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and their quote was, uh, from all the fan feedback we've received, uh, many fans wanted an Ishin remake uh, more than uh, Kenzan. Uh, we, we also believed Ishin was more popular, and if we wanted to bring in the Kenzan remake, uh, we would want to change the storyline a little bit, uh, and that would take a lot of time and would be budget-consuming. Uh, it really needs good timing for us to consider a remake of Kenzan. So... Not ruling it out Does, completely doesn't, then. Doesn't see that. that they, yeah, they, they didn't say that it'd never be remade. I mean, that was just mm. me curse, curse, cursorily googling it and having a yeah. little look. But um, yeah, I didn't say never. Didn't say yeah, never. yeah. Uh, never say never yeah. again. Never say yeah. never again. Mm. Uh, this yeah. one from Ken, uh, who says, "Hi, chaps. Big fan of the podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Uh, thanks very much. Mm. Question." 
why do you think that Annapurna Interactive mm-hmm. is such a beloved publisher? They seem to be the new Devolver Digital. Uh, do they just ha- do they just seem to have great taste in games? What's their secret? Ken You've from- answered your own question. Ken from Kidderminster. I like that alliteration. Oh, from Kidderminster. <laughs> Hold on, have we had a thing from Ken from Kiddy before? Because remember Possibly. I started talking about the you did. wave machine and all that. Oh god, you're right. Actually, yeah, I think classic, we have heard classic Kidderminster story. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Go on. Sorry, you were saying. You were saying. Um, yeah, he's answered his own question. That they have great taste in games. They you know, do publish good stuff. They do. They do. Um, and they, well, and not just good stuff as well. The uh, the word that makes people that makes editors recoil, uh, interesting stuff. Mm, um, yeah, can, can games can of intrigue, good, games of interest and intrigue. Yeah, even if they're not great. I mean, I would because I I do think that people need to generally chill out about mm. almost uh, everything. But um, <laughs> but certainly Anna Anna An- 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 Annapurna, there is this kind of weird uh, cult around mm. Annapurna that's sort of a bit like A twenty four. It's like a film company that Annapurna yeah. have got this real. But what it seems to be, I mean, I that yeah, one of the answers is they they have they have good taste but they have one of those sort of um seals of quality isn't it you see that big a you're like you see the you see the a or you at least think oh well that'll that'll be that'll Mm. be interesting and so i think their secret is um they have a good nose for what's going to be interesting and they're willing they're willing to take risks now i will also say much like a24 as well you've always got to be wary of those of those cult things because the thing Mm. is a lot of it um it's just good luck and public image, um, and those things sort of deceive you. Like pe- people don't really talk about Annapurna's failures, of which there are numerous. Um, are I they? Mean, well, Maquette, I thought was awful. Um, oh, but it still reviewed well. Just, I mean, no, you it thought didn't. it was awful. Did it no, not? It didn't. No, it didn't. Review oh, did it well. get a dropping? Did it? Oh, I thought it was one of those uh, that it, was sort of uh... very, very middling. Very oh, sort of, um, okay. Also, also, twelve minutes as well. A lot of people. Um, yeah, that kind of um, fell by the wayside. I, I yeah. really was looking forward to that, and it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, thought that was quite poor as well. Um, oh, what a shame. Also, like Watam is an interesting maybe, one. Um, it's, it's not not really. It's Kate Takahashi Watam, but it maybe the publishing it, it equivalent of Freddie Quimby. All their, um, <laughs> you know, indiscretions remain private. Their indiscretions, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I think generally people sort of gave Watam a bit of a kicking, and quite rightly so. It was all over the shop, but it was again though. I think that's the sort of speaks to Kent's quite that, That's the thing with Annapurna. Their failures are also interesting because it's like, yeah. well, yeah, but it was Kata Takahashi, and yeah. they took a, they took well, a exactly. spin on that and phenomenon. You know, if it's Mister Mister Katamari Man, that's exactly. going to be. It, yeah. you know at least interesting yeah but yeah I, but I would just like to point out on the podcast you know Maquette was poor 12 Minutes was poor Watan was poor <laughs> I thought per- personally I thought mm. Telling Lies was poor and I actually think a lot of people were like yeah you tell the truth about that Oh, Is that true, yeah. Yeah, Good. very nice. Uh, mm. Oh, oh, um, last stop as well. Uh, started out in a really nice way and and sort of depicted London in a really delicious way. But producer Dan liked that. I lost interest when it went a bit supernatural and mad <laughs> and, and bit, off the rails. Yeah, it went a bit nutty, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. You see, and that that's sort of what I mean. Like they're they're sort of. The failures don't stick to them, but people willfully want to remember mm. the good ones. It's oh very, God, it's very it's good like luck. Certain political parties. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> and and sort of, uh, I've always thought, 
you get the benefit of that with Steven Spielberg, uh, you know, one of the best film directors ever. But nineteen forty-two, famously brilliant, or whatever it is. What, what year is it? Is it forty-two? Uh, forty-one, I think. Whatever that year film is. Right first time. John Belushi yeah. and uh, Hook as well. See, and, Hook, uh, some people like Hook though. They have a sort of childhood don't, fondness don't forget for it. about Armistad and and always. <laughs> always is a load of pants. Uh, oh yeah, man, the, that film. Ugh, yeah. you see, but that's what I mean though. That, that stuff doesn't stick to Spielberg. And I think Armistad was bit, all right, wasn't it? I, I didn't think no? so, but uh, <laughs> you know, Lost World I as well. I, I quite like Lost World. I have a soft spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know it's why. not. Maybe it's because it's Vince Vaughn. It's because it's Pete Postlethwaite. And, and it's Postlethwaite, exactly. Yeah. And that, that bit with the dangly um, thing off the edge of the cliff. I've always said good. that's a good individual scene. That's a very yeah. good scene. Uh, it's a yeah. classic Spielberg scene. And you've still got a Goldblum in the mix. Always yeah. a plus. Yeah. Although it didn't save Dominion, did it? No, it did not. <laughs> and, you know, if you, I, I just think if you had a long enough career, you're going to put some shitters out. But um, True. Well, his... Yeah. Um, his high points far outweigh his low points. Do you know Absolutely. what? The biggest low yeah. point we've actually missed, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> that, yeah. that yeah. is surely the lowest of the low points. Yeah. Well, it's always was rubbish. It, it's at got least, a big UFO. Yeah, That flies does. off at the end. But I wanted to cry. <laughs> it does have Harrison Ford in it, though. <laughs> Harrison Ford. It Harrison. does have Harrison Ford it in it, though. <laughs> Harry. Good point. <laughs> Harry's in it. Like someone from a Guy Ritchie film or something. <laughs> Harrison. Harrison um, Ford's in it. Anyway, anyway, we've got, to, we've got to get on to the next one. Okay. Uh, right. Right. Got a load of... Um, Load of correspondence. Oh, actually, I got so I got I got one on the got one on the email. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old electronic mail. Mm. Yeah, it's electronic mail. This oh. one's from Chris Chris Tilson, which uh, he, yeah. he 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 tried to send an email in before, but he wrote it all in the subject line. Do you remember that one? Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I joined, I started reading it, and I you know, but anyway, he's come back to me. Thank Christ, and yeah. he says, uh, "Hello, gents." Uh, first off, let me apologise to yourself and the dear listeners uh, for taking up the highly valuable airtime with my schoolboy error of putting my question in the subject bar a few weeks back. Imagine mm-hmm. my surprise playing catch-up to discover I am indeed a dafty. Uh, first email I've sent in around 14 years, and night shift is not for everyone. Uh, allow me to try to remake my original email. <clears throat> and he says, dot, dot, dot. After discovering your podcast, I went back to the early episodes when Chris Bratt was host and started making my way forward to the excitable Joshy Wise. <laughs> uh, the listeners have been very lucky with the various hosts over the years. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, anyways, except, to my question. Doesn't he say except for Josh? <laughs> no, no. Working my, well, actually, he, does, he doesn't not say that. He says working mm. my way forward to the yeah. excitable Joshua. What he doesn't say is, and that's actually when I stopped as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and he said, anyway, to my question, uh, I love trials. Uh, trials HD and Trials Evolution were two of my most played games of the 360 era. Mm-hmm. 
However, by the time Trials Fusion came out, some of yep. the magic was lost, and I couldn't work out why. Uh, then, and sweet Jesus, we were blessed with Trials Rising, the biggest mm. pile of raw fertiliser the world has seen. And that's when I realised Ubisoft had acquired Red Links some years ago. Uh, how do you make a seamless game of quick in-and-out tracks with ease to world maps and mass amounts of loading screens? Is there any other any other games you guys can think of that have gotten far worse when big publishers take over small developers? So he's pinning the downfall of Trials with Red Links uh, being acquired by Ubisoft. And, that, and, then, and then he's sort of saying, mm. hence the world maps and the mass amounts of load screens. I know what he's that. saying. I know what he's um, saying. There was something nice, yeah. raw and pure about those original Trials games and that got diluted but I still enjoyed the newer ones well he said anyway he says are there any other games you can think of that have gotten worse Mm. when big publishers take over small devs and he says sorry for the long email and thanks for reigniting a love for games with your enjoyable banter Uh, all the best Ah, Tilly his name's Chris Tilson he goes by Tilly I think that's good that's good that that's good that that's good that yeah I'm trying to think. A big publisher acquiring... uh, I suppose some people would maybe say Star Wars Battlefront lost something when it went to EA. Yeah, that's a really good shout, actually. Um, Yeah. yeah, And uh, I know those those, those games... They had a rough. They got better, didn't like sort of people came round a bit to Battlefront Battlefront Two. Was better than Battlefront One. I still think. It lost something in not letting you just get straight into the vehicles, like having to yeah. collect a token to use a vehicle. Just oh, yeah. Takes you out of the, you know, the the kind of immersion of the the thing. Yeah, if that yeah, makes sense. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I get yeah. That. I mean, yeah. I, I like the original um, pandemic ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's it's tough to think off the top of my head. I think one of the ones that uh, now I wouldn't say they ruined it. Uh, I just think it's kind of funny because it's so different. But you know, like the new version of Prey compared to the old version of Prey, that's really funny. Uh, that's like yeah. completely different because the like the original wasn't published by Bethesda, was it? And then when no. Bethesda acquired it, they made the. Tw- no, but the thing is, the 2017 Prey is just really good. But yeah. It's just funny because it's just you know nothing like it was. Well, wasn't there um, was- wasn't there a bit of news um, that came out from Arcane saying they really didn't want to call? They it really Prey. didn't want to call it Prey, yeah. and then it was just like they kind of made us because it'd sell more. So yeah. you know, but we yeah wanted to call it something else. I yeah, mean, that was would that it? was an odd w- one. Would it have affected sales figures, do you think? It's a name. I don't know if it's got much cachet to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Presumably, yeah. I guess they'd always rather something, unless that thing's got like negative connotation, mm. they'd always rather something that people already know. But I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Bit of an odd one. Um, but yeah... Yeah, big publishers mm. buying things out and making them. I mean, the thing is, I, I always think of like Mirror's Edge, but that was always uh, an EA yeah, jobber. It was. Um, it's yeah. just it's just funny because Catalyst, kind of, Mirror's Edge, Catalyst, kind of did all of the things that you're talking about. It's like, well, we'll do the same thing, but we'll dilute it with quite a lot of open mm. world stuff and like combat and side quests and just. Yeah. I mean, I suppose when Hitman went to Square Enix, perhaps was the first game that came out from there. Was that? Was that Absolution? Oh, that's a really good one. That's a yeah. really good one. Yeah, and, and, get, and actually, they, even yeah. even the newer games, which which are good. Well, actually, yeah. some of, some of them they're not Screenix. Screenix did Hitman twenty sixteen, didn't they? Yeah, I mean that was a return to form. 
But then, was it WB took over for Hitman 2? Yeah, they did, and then they went independent, didn't they? And then they went independent for 3. Yeah, we, yeah it's, so that's not necessarily uh, something that Squeenix were responsible for. I think IO wanted to change the way that the Hitman games were anyway yeah, after Absolution. Okay. But, yeah. but, no, but your point still stands for Absolution, though. Like, yeah. that, that, mu- that could well have been influenced by, uh, by Square Enix. Um, mm. And, yeah, certainly Hitman... Never quite as good. I miss miss when it was IDOS that run of games up to yeah. up to and including Blood Money. That was great. what about Tomb Raider in that same yeah, vein? Yeah, I suppose you're not wrong either. There, yeah, sort of mm. IDOS and that. Yeah, no, God, yeah, yeah, because it's just also the new trilogy. It's still Crystal yeah. Dynamics, but it's ever since it was Squeenix and then Embrace it. Yeah, I think I think Tomb Raider and Hitman are good examples. They they're mm. not as sort of good as or as pure as they once were. Definitely yeah, we need Tomb Raider. It, yeah. We need to go back to sort of that basic sort of purity, a bit of, you know... We don't need yeah. all the cinematic nonsense, really, do we, in something like Tomb Raider? Well, you can be cinematic, but what we really don't need is just the open-world stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just leave it out. I don't want the side quest where I'm trying to collect some little kid's lost dice. Well, I was really, I was really enjoying Shadow of the Tomb Raider till I found that village... It just totally <laughs> killed know. momentum. It just go. It's just like boo. Everything yeah. just slows down. You're like, yeah. oh, actually, I'm going to be here for a Find few. Find my missing necklace. The world's about to end, you idiot. Yeah, your necklace <laughs> will be fucked because everything yeah. else will be. So exactly. chill out, you little. Yeah. Anyway, that that that'll just about do us. Thank you very much to Tilson. Thanks for coming back in after the uh, subject line snafu. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We got. We we'll hopefully hear more from Tilson next week. Um, yeah, <clears throat> thank you very much to uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahern for the music. Yeah. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. at richieww 2 at Joshy Wise at VideoGamerCom. Uh, head to VideoGamer.com for your gaming needs. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I always, uh, I always. That's right. I mean, you, is that you, can plug, you can plug us if you want, but uh, you don't have to. You're under no Xboxchemas.com. Check out Rich's yeah. review of uh, Lego, Lego Brick, Brick Tales. Tales. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to read it myself. Um, mm. Yeah, great. Cheers. Thanks very much. We will talk to you <laughs> again uh, <laughs> next week. But goodbye from me. Goodbye, and goodbye from Rich. Bye.